We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. Jake, you're a freaking nutcase. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Reminder tonight, if you want to come out and join us, the ticket, ticket weeknights with Nicole Griffith will be at the Upside Bar and Lounge. Happer will be there as well for that show, 6 to 8 p.m. Wow, she's taking, Nicole's taking her show on the road? On the road, 27th and Pine Lake, the Upside Bar and Lounge. You can come watch Monday Night Football, Bears, Steelers there. They got Taco Night as well. She's there from 6 to 8 p.m. There's a lot of free parking at Upside Bar and Lounge at, at you know, somebody's 27th at Pine Lake. Stop on by for Nicole Griffith. Ticket weeknights, her and Happer, 6 to 8 p.m. tonight. Doesn't Nicole like the Bears? I think she's a Bears and Bucks fan. No. <laughs> Which is weird. The same conference, you know. I can't really do that. Can't have two teams. Not allowed. Yeah. I I just have misery with the Dolphins every Sunday. I don't, I don't have an out. That's it. I take my team, win or lose. If it's usually a loss, that's what I get. Okay, so Nebraska lo- loses to Ohio State 26-17. to I was there live. You watched the broadcast. Right. I'm interested in what Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt had to say. Those guys are. Joel Klatt, Jake, is in the top three or four of, of analysts out there, pro or college. Yep. In fact, you could make a case that Klatt is as high as number two. Behind? Romo. You put him above Kirk Herbstreet? Close. And Aikman. I love Aikman. So you think Clad is then the he's best, in that the best realm. college football analyst? Yeah, I, lo- I, I really Romo. like Herbstreet. That's the thing. But I really, I mean, Clad, I don't know, Clad. I wonder, yeah, if people are out there, if you have the chance to, to listen to a broadcast, would you rather have Joel Clad or Kirk Herbstreet as the color commentator? I'm going Clad. That's your two guys. I'm going Clad. Some of it just because, I mean,. He's not quite as vanilla as Herbie. Herbie plays it pretty safe. You know, he does. Not on Twitter, necessarily, on the offseason. I'm always sort of amazed how he gets loose sometimes. But the, um, I, I just think Klatt's got a, a, a – like if, if we're talking salsa, I want, I want the salsa that has a little spice and not the one that's bland. And I think Clad yeah, has a does. little more spice. So uh, toward the end of the game, when when Nebraska throws that pick uh, okay. to end it, basically, you know, with the down by nine, the pick ends the game, essentially, right? Yes. Ohio State then kneels the game. Yes, so. got it. Joel Clatt has this to say: This is you know, it, it was like it was a very like sad to like a, a disappointed, depressed, wanting this to to work. Tony says, "Stop me if you heard this before. Nebraska's good enough for the potential upset, but too many mistakes to get it done." Mm-hmm. I think those guys were just waiting the whole game. I mean, it was kind of like what Nebraska fans go through. They're waiting for something bad to happen. They were. Mm-hmm. And it did. Yeah. Where Nebraska doesn't, they missed the field goal. You could tell, like, oh, you, that was you, hard. Uh, you could tell those guys, like, oh, my gosh. It's like, man, it's no good. Yeah. I thought Taylor Britt's comment about that moment was really interesting. How well Nebraska responded. He was asked, what was the, you know, were you deflated? After Contreras missed that 31-yarder, he said, for a second. He said, for a second it was, but the defense but the defense d- said to everybody, well, come on, I mean, we're, we're in this. Let's go. Let's go. You, you can be down for a second, but that's it. We got to go back. We got to go back out there. And 
and I wish I had the quote in front of me. I mean, it was basically the defense is in charge in that set. In that, it's up to the defense to get the entire team right. Is what he said, paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. And it, and that's what this team is. I mean, it's a de- it's a team that's led by its defense and its quarterback. Defense number one, quarterback number two. That's what leads the way. Okay. Yeah. By the way, people a lot of. Most people are saying they prefer to have Joel Klatt as the color okay. commentator versus Kirk Herbstreit. Well, I think Klatt benefits from being a, a relative newbie compared to Herbstreit. Herbstreit's been around forever. Yeah, but it's, there's still like the big game effect for Herbie, though. I mean, he's always at the big games. Yeah. All the big games. Yeah. And Klatt is not. He's you know, the big noon kickoff. Some of those games are good. Some games, some games aren't. Yeah. I think Klatt's, I think Klatt's in that echelon with Aikman. Romo, Herb Street. Who else? Is there anybody else you'd put in that? Collinsworth? Yeah, Collinsworth for sure. Okay. Uh, before we get to Dave, Tim Tim has this the point. I says, you could hear Clatt throughout the game getting disgusted with Nebraska making mistakes. I thought that was pretty telling. Yeah. I, I think he was pretty disappointed like in the offensive <laughs> line play. I mean, the, the sacks giving up. Adrian not making quick enough decisions. Knowing that, again, they backed it up with, like you pointed out earlier, Adrian sometimes makes. No doubt. But, he was indecisive but, in the first half. Right, a lot but of the but time. then the sacks, you're know, like, gosh, guys, I mean, come on, right. you got to help your team out here. Right. Yeah, they have a lot of trouble with pass protection. They have all year, Jake. Yep. Yeah, well, that's pretty telling in terms you know, for a team that's close. Hey, th- these are certain things that are have been a problem the whole year. The one game you had a, a different change of that, where you had a left tackle in Prohaska, right tackle Corcoran. Remember, there was zero offensive line problems that entire game. Now, maybe that's Northwestern being bad, but Northwestern. Just lost to Iowa by five the other night on mm-hmm. Saturday. You know they have they have not played as bad as that game the rest of the season so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get a couple of calls before the game show. Uh, Dave, you're up first. You're on early break. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, see, I got a challenge for Sip. Okay, Dave. Uh, first, a little history. I've been going to Nebraska football since I was a little, probably ten years old. Okay. In the fifties when they. When they beat Oklahoma, and I've been through Devaney, through all the era. Okay, Dave. Probably been over, probably been over to three, over three hundred games, probably fifty games on the road. And my challenge to Yusuf and the Frost supporters is this: come up with an example where a coach with this bad a record has ever turned us around. Mm. And that's all I got to say. Okay, thanks for the call, Dave. I <laughs> that's a. Uh... That's a challenge, and it's a it's a it's a uh, difficult challenge. I don't know that, the, Dave. I don't know off the top yeah, of my it's head. Tough one to know. Now I don't. I don't. Yeah. It, listen, we have this discussion lost a lot. Words over no, there. no, not lost for words. We have this discussion a lot. It comes down: Do you believe in Frost's overall plan? Do you believe Frost when he says at the end of that game? Look, we're we are on the cusp of turning this around. I believe it. It's I think the kids in the program believe it. They play like they believe it. Um but do you believe that? That's what I mean some of or much of the conversation comes down to that. Do you believe in Frost's plan? Do you trust your eyes after a game like this? We've talked about it. We've seen this program at times Lose games to Kansas seventy-three to twenty-nine, a building program mm-hmm. under Bill Callahan. Yep. We saw sixty-two to three at Ohio State yep. 
in the Riley era. And we saw, we heard Gus Johnson in 2017 say, how simple can it get for the Buckeyes? Right. We've seen it when it's just, when Nebraska is obliterated by top five teams. We're not seeing that now. But do you trust, do you trust that Nebraska can navigate this league and, and get over the top even, well, some of it, again, again, these conversations are so nuanced this is the this has been oh this schedule we knew was going to be difficult and it's probably more difficult than we even thought yep wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items like (gasps) dave single with a 10-piece crispy nugs medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich spicy chicken with a dave single dave single with a strawberry lemonade strawberry lemonade strawberry lemonade if you're into that chicken sam crispy nugs crispy nugs strawberry lemonade dave's dave's nugs nugs sam sam whoo Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. Sue. One last call before the game show. Sue, quickly, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning. Hey, hey guys. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to tell you that I've been a football season ticket holder for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I know this is very frustrating this year, but there's nothing more frustrating to me than the guy who calls the game and will not let go of the third and three. Everyone around us oh boy. is just completely, I mean, it is just, an intent, you know, it's tense already in the stadium, and then all of a sudden the guy is like, I mean, he's got to let that go. I mean, it is so oh, frustrating. God. All right. All right, Sue, thank you. <laughs> That's that's been that's been controversial. Nate Nate Rohr, the PA guy, the last couple of games, ever since Michigan, I want to say, has been. Yeah. I has think it really, was Michigan. I think so. I first noticed it against Purdue. Maybe it was Purdue. I thought maybe it was I didn't Purdue. notice against Michigan. Okay, you got to explain what he does. Well, you're on, good at yeah. On third down, every single third down, Nate, the PA guy, will go. You know, I'll go off the mic. Third and you know, longer than that, super long. Yeah, for like eight seconds. I'm not gonna lie. I like it. I do. I like it. I like I like Nate as yeah. a person. I don't like it though. I like it. I now Can you I do would, it in the first quarter though. Parker, the guys I cover the games with, Parker and Chris Baznet, they can't stand it. And, I, I and they and they continually you. are throw barbs at me like simple, you're out of your mind. No, I love it. I, I don't I think it's unnecessary like in the first quarter, you know. <laughs> Maybe in the third or fourth, you know, when I it's don't know. key. It goes with my theme that when I'm watching a football game, I literally will say on every third down, this is big. Big third down here. This is big. First quarter, first possession, third down. Okay, you got to get some momentum here. Big third down. So it goes along with that. I yeah. like it. All right, we got to play the game show. Give us a call right now, 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. I've been very high today on Justin Tucker. On that note, NFL kickers is the topic. What oh, teams do these guys kick for? 464-5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. 
brought to you by Bagels and Joe. We got to move fast today. We are way behind. 464-5685. Call the dick down, sip and trivia. You're not, you aren't feeling so hot about NFL kickers. Is that what I'm understanding? Well, no, not really, but I'll give it a whirl. Dale, how do you feel about uh, current NFL kickers? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, Dale, first question goes to you. What team does Nick Folk kick for? Uh, I'm going to try the Jets. Yeah, go. Go ahead. Jets? Oh, he said Jets. Sorry. It is not the Jets. Once He did kick for the Jets at one time in his career. Sip, do you want that one? Nope, I'm going to pass. New England Patriots for Nick Folk. Right division, wrong team. All right, Sip, for the lead, your first question. What team does Tyler Bass kick for? Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass. Five seconds. Oh, Chiefs. He does not kick for the Chiefs. Do you want that one, Dale, or not? I do. That's the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Jay Foreman's losing Buffalo Bills. That's correct. <laughs> Shout out, Paging Jay. All right, this is for the I think, win. I think he's working. Dale, this is for the win. What team does Brandon McManus kick for? Oh, uh, they killed my Cowboys yesterday. Broncos. That is an 0-1 start to the week for you, but a good start to the week for Dale. Dale, congrats. We got your bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Will do. All right, good stuff there. Sip loser for you today. It's a shame. Enjoy your bagels from Bagels and Joe, Dale. Yes, who also provided us wonderful coffee. Yeah, thank story. you for the coffee, Bagels and Joe. Man, it helped. It really, it really got me going in the second segment. Jake. That's why they help us out. Shout out Bagels and Joe. Delicious coffee. Thank you for that. Yeah, thanks for all the calls today, by the way. Great calls by everybody. A lot of texts. Yes, thank you guys. You guys mean a lot to us. And up next, we'll wrap things up with Happer and Schaefer for the spillover on Early Break on the Ticket.